The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. How do you say no to a kid? And should you even say no to your kid? We're talking about discipline here. No, you can't hit your sister. No, you can't tell me you hate me. No, you can't bite. There's a general trend now where the people say you can't say no to kids. With me to talk about this today is Charlotte Cushman, who has written this marvelous book, Effective Discipline, The Montessori Way. And Charlotte, you've had a lot of experience because you've been a Montessori teacher for more than 40 years. And (laughs) so you've been surrounded by two-and-a-half-year-olds to six-year-olds, plus you've raised your own family. So I would love to talk about should you say no to a kid and how do you say it? Well, yes, you definitely should say no to a child. I just can't believe this trend of not saying no. How are they going to learn self-control if they don't understand that word? Because they need to learn how to say it to themselves. Like, let's get an example going here. So Mary's five years old. You tell her she can't ride her bike in the street. It's dangerous. You've already gone through the whole thing about safety. And you look out your kitchen window, and she is doing just that. So do you say to her... What do you say to her? I mean, you can well, say to I her. I would be running right out the door yeah. because I'd be afraid if a car was coming. I mean, in a situation where it's dangerous, you absolutely have to get out there right away and stop them if you want them to remain safe. And I would go out in the street and say, you may not ride your bike in the street. I already told you and I told you. But, Mommy, there are no cars coming, and Joey does it. Joey does it all the time. His mother's nice. Oh, well, (laughs) I don't don't agree. It's dangerous for you to be in the street. If a car comes by, you could get hit. And, of course, when you say this to a little kid, they're not going to understand everything that you're saying. Yeah. Because they don't even understand the concept of death yet. So good point. That's why, Very good one point. One of the reasons why they keep doing stuff like that because they don't really totally understand. Right. But you right. still give them the reasons. You know, you could get hurt. You might end up in the hospital, and you have to get out of the street. So, in a situation like that, I would be very direct. Okay. No, you can't. You can't. And you absolutely, the point that we made earlier, you absolutely want that child to get to the street when she's riding her bike or he's riding his bike and um, and be able to say to themselves, no, I need to stay on the sidewalk. I mean, you could phrase it positively, I need to stay on the sidewalk. Right. Um, but right. no, they need to be able to see the street and have an automatic no, and then then goal is accomplished. Right, yes, and that's a very good point. You can say to them, I want you to ride your bike over here instead, or here is a safe place to ride your bike. Right. So, yeah, that's a very good way of putting it to them. You know, you can't do this, but you you can can do do this. (laughs) Right, right, so they know the positive. And I can remember my two kids that now have their own kids, but they would put their bikes right in back of the car. And the bikes were little trikes, so you couldn't see them. And if I backed up, what's going to happen? They're going to, (laughs) they're going to be upset. I'm going to be upset. So I remember with my son. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh. I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? 
Ah, here it is, The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. So I remember with my son sitting him in my lap when his bike was in back. They didn't want to move the bikes. And I said, look in my rear view mirror here. You know, he was sitting in the car with me. And I said, look in my side view mirror. Do you see any bike there? And he said, no. I said, oh, I guess I can back up now. No, mommy, you can't. My bike's there. And it was just with this wonderful moment of um, him <laughs> realizing why the no was there. And that was your point, that the kids have to realize that no is functional. It's not just a parent randomly saying no. Right. Right. So let me turn to a different topic now. Kids have toys, and it's so common for parents to say, you have to share that, your Legos with your brother. You have to share your trucks with your sister. And that forced sharing, can we spend a moment on that? Tell me what you, your thoughts are on that. You mean forcing in forcing, general or just yeah. the sharing issue? No, mother, parents telling their, ki- their kids that they need to share their toys. Well, I don't agree with that because the typical view is that, you know, children should share their toys. And then when one child goes to another child and grabs their toy away, the child who had the toy doesn't like it and resists. And what does the adult do? The adult says, now, Johnny, you should share your toy. What that says to the child who's grabbing the toy away is, it's okay for you to be a bully. You can just go up to anybody you want and grab whatever you Very want. Very interesting and you point. you should get it. Right. And what it says to Johnny is, your needs, your wants, your rights, your don't property. Yeah, your property can be violated. It would be like me coming over to your house uh, just as a friendly visit, and I decide to go into your closet and share your dresses, and I just pull out your favorite one and say, I'm going to wear this today, Char. And, I mean, what does that do to our relationship? Exactly. You're going to say, no, Ellen. Right, and that's what happens. That's why a lot of times kids fight, and I used to tell parents, at conferences, if you want your children to fight, force them to share. Yeah. You yeah. know, in Montessori, we do not force the children to share. If they take out a material, it's theirs until they put it away. Other children can come and watch, but they don't touch, they don't interfere, unless they're invited. If they're invited, then that's fine. And it works out so well. And the children really learn to right. respect other children. I mean, if you don't respect somebody's property... You don't respect them. Very and, good point. Yeah. And that's one reason why Montessori children get along so well together is because they respect each other and they know that that respect is going to be given to them in return. You know, I was once at uh, Burger King with my two kids and they have a playground in the back. We used to call it Barrel Burger King because they had a big barrel you could roll in too. Our father brought in his kids, his young kids, And my two kids were playing with them beautifully. And the father said to me, so what's your secret? Your kids share the swing so well. They share the slide so well. What's your secret? They're they're just such nice kids. And I said, I taught them they never needed to share. And he looked at me, kind of taken aback. I said, yeah, when you force the sharing, they don't have that benevolence. They don't have that kindness, that wanting to reach out and share with one another. 
So I'm on the same page with you. I don't like forced sharing. I like to yeah. see kids either hold on to their things if they're in the middle of building a puzzle and they want to do it all their, themselves, just like I wouldn't take your puzzle, Shar. Well, you know, what do we do it's with respect. adults? When, I mean, we view our friends and our loved ones as values. Yeah. And when you view them as values, then you share with them. I mean, it's a natural, a very natural thing to do when you care about somebody. You have to let children reach that same point, that same emotional state where they have friends and they want them to come over to their house and they want them to come up to their bedroom and they want to share their toys with them. That, but it has to be a natural thing. It cannot be forced. Right. And we, with our kids, and you probably, I'm sure you've done this, but you have share toys. When kids come yeah. over, you put your favorite toys hidden in your room, lock the door, and then you have toys that you, your child has already decided that they're share toys, they're toys they're willing to share with the company. Right. And the same with the company. When I was company, bringing my kids over to someone else's home, I would bring some of my kids' share toys with me in a big satchel. And the other kids loved them, and they were much more benevolent toward my kids in terms of sharing toys. Yeah. So um, that works well. Listen, I want to thank you so much. This is I'm speaking with Charlotte Cushman, and you have written this amazing book, Effective Discipline, The Montessori Way. And how can people get a hold of that book? Um, you can find it on Amazon. Okay. Thank you so much, Char. This was interesting and to be continued. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Are you looking for a good book? Do you have questions about romance? Your reading should include The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason by Edwin Locke and Dr. Ellen Kenner. You can get this book by going to our website. It's drkenner.com, drkenner.com. Perfect book for anyone making changes in a relationship or exploring a dating service. It's The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. Learn how to avoid making bad romantic choices. Simple changes can improve your relationship and quality of life. Learn how romance in a relationship is healthy and how to achieve it. Dr. Kenner will explain why your needs should be met. You deserve and should yearn for a loving romantic relationship. Are you looking for a great book? Log on drkenner.com. You can read the first chapter for free. Stop settling. Start enjoying your life of romance and passion. The Selfish Path to Romance from Dr. Ellen Kenner. Log on at drkenner.com.